And it's a leg up with Dr. Randall Jula from the La Bella Vida Laser and Vein Center. The podcast about how you can keep your legs healthy and strong so you can put your dancing shoes on. I'm Spud McConnell here with you and Dr. Randall Julep, so let's get right to it. Spud McConnell here hosting uh, A Leg Up with uh, Dr. Randall Julep from La Bella Vita Vein. Uh, let's see, La Bella Vita Laser and Vein Center. That is the whole name, yes. Where do you come up with that big name? You could just call it La Bella Vita. You sound like that, that Ricky Martin dude. You know, you should be cracking out a bottle of wine over here while we're talking. Living La Bella Vita. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, I, um, I, I've been told it's a little long, um, but uh, yeah, so, there, you know, there's a couple of different ways to go when you, when you pick a name. It's, you know, is it, mm-hmm. are you going to go geographic, or are you going to go your name, or are you going to go, like, uh, creative, and then eh, trying to get creative, maybe it was a little too creative. Well, it's happy, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. La Bella Vita is Italian. It means the beautiful life. Yeah. So, well, I've seen some of the some of the pictures of some of the legs that you've dialed up, and I'm going, they weren't bad before. They look good now, though. I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah. The biggest yeah. thing, okay, when I when when I first met you was this venous insufficiency, which is a term that you use a lot, and I'm assuming that it's one of the, if not the biggest thing, and certainly one of the biggest things that you you do here. Exactly what is venous insufficiency? And we'll start from there and we'll yeah. go through symptoms and we'll go through treatments and all of that. And, and what happens if you don't treat it? What is venous insufficiency and does it occur just in the legs? Um, venous insufficiency basically just is a fancy term that means the veins aren't working the way they should. And, and yeah, you're right. Uh, probably 95% of what we treat here has to do in one way or another with venous insufficiency. Um we do a little bit of work that is purely cosmetic, mm-hmm. you know, spider things. Yeah, we're going to get into them on another one because I yeah. got a lot of questions yeah. about that. <laughs> so, uh, but that's, that's not a lot of what we do. Uh, you know, most of what we do is venous insufficiency and, um, and that's a medical, that's a real medical problem. You yeah. know, a lot of people will come in and they've got varicose veins and all sorts of problems. And uh, they said, well, gee, I, I, you know, my doctor has been telling me for years that uh, it's just cosmetic. Don't worry about it. But it, it's not. You know, uh, if anybody who has varicose veins, for instance, 99.9% of the time, they're going to have this thing called venous insufficiency. And that's a medical problem that has, you know, a certain number of risks that go along with it. And they need to be evaluated. What is it? So what is venous insufficiency? Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I, I kind of know what it is. From yeah. what I understand, your veins just aren't getting the volume of blood back up to the heart like they should. Right. And we spoke a little bit about it in your pilot episode, yeah. you know, moving your leg, moving the muscles. The muscles actually do it, not the heart. But, I mean, it, it, I, I really want to wait till another episode to talk about uh, varicose veins and, and, uh, and spider veins. But okay. how would you know other than those big bulging veins that you have yeah. venous insufficiency. What should I be looking for to say, there's something wrong with me? Yeah. Uh, well, and that, that's one of the hurdles that we have a hard time getting over all the time. And that's why I try to do as many, you know, educational things like this mm-hmm. so that people, uh, people know because often people don't know that they have venous insufficiency and the symptoms that come along with it. And, and they, they have to rely on 
you know, seeing our ads in the paper or hearing the, you know, ad on the radio or whatever. And then they say, especially if it's an ad that, we, that has pictures, you know. Yeah. Um, and they they see a leg that looks terrible and they say, oh, man, my leg looks like that, you know. So uh, then they come in and they say, hey, is this penis insufficiency? And, you know, most of the time we say, yes, it is. But... Um, you know, venous insufficiency, uh, yeah, means the veins aren't working the way they go. Veins are the blood vessels that carry blood back to the heart. So when veins start to fail in their function, the blood, rather than moving upward toward the heart, it actually starts to move downward, starts to gravitate, you know, to the lower part of the leg. Mm -hmm. And then the, the blood hangs out too long in the, in the lower part of the leg. Um, you know, a lot of people will say, um, gee, I have leaky valves. And I, I, I could edit that right out. <laughs> you want to get a drink of water? I can, yeah, I can edit all that I out. Tickling, I, was trying I know, that's why I've been sitting here drinking my coffee, too. Okay. <clears throat> what was the last thing I said? You're talking about the vein. The veins at the, uh, how the, the veins are not, the, not bringing it back up to the top. <sighs> So when veins start to fail in their function, uh, the blood, rather than continually moving upward, now starts to settle downward in the leg, mainly because of gravitational pull. Mm -hmm. And that, that blood hanging out in the lower leg too long is then what causes the symptoms. And usually I, I relate it to a dam. You know, if you have a dam, it's not like the blood is leaking outside of the vein. The blood is staying within the circulatory system, um, but there's a dam that's interfering with the you know flow of the river, mm -hmm. and so you have this reservoir that builds up, and that you know reservoir of of blood in the leg then creates symptoms. Why? Why do you? God, I just now when you're saying all this stuff, I have this this vision of the Saturday Night Live Theodoric of York and how they would the barber who would bleed you to make you feel better. I mean, yeah. where who came up with that one? I mean, is is that because you people see like bulging legs or something like that? And go, oh, let's let some of the blood well, out, or they would just you know throw a chicken on the ground, whichever way it was facing. That's what they were going to do. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, way back, um, they they bled people because they thought they were getting rid of the bad humors. Yeah, you know, so that was that was that was one part of it. However, interestingly enough, back in, again, also in ancient times. There are writings that have to do with the treatment of, you know, varicose veins back there, back then, 2,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that they tried was bleeding the vein, you know, uh, incising the vein and letting the blood, you know, leak out. Well, they found out pretty quickly that uh, that was not a remedy. Yeah. Uh, and the, the veins uh, persisted. But, um, yeah, so, the, so that's what happens. Uh, you know, the blood... The blood in the vein, venous system in the leg spends too much time in the lower leg before it, you know, slowly makes makes its way back up. Now, <clears throat> what are the symptoms that that causes? Well, um, again, you know, when people have varicose veins or even spider veins, where spider veins can be a part of all of this, mm -hmm. but when they have, you know, superficial veins, um, it's easy, you know, for them to identify that as a vein problem. Now, usually they think that the varicose vein is the problem. You know, they don't know about the root problem being these bigger veins that are deeper in the leg where the valves are. We can't see them, yeah. But um, 
So, uh, so that that's easy. You know, everybody knows varicose vein. I have a vein problem, but there's so many other symptoms that might arise. And you know, many patients don't even have varicose veins. They have just these other symptoms. So, the the three most common are achiness, heaviness, and fatigue. So, if people, I got all of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and a lot of people will come in and say, uh, yeah, well, my, my legs have been tired for years, you know. Yeah. And, or, or my whole body is tired. Can you help me there? Well, yeah. I, but that's just it, too. Like this, like we, these symptoms can be symptoms of so many other things. I mean, sure. how far down the list before people actually go, well, have you tried venous insufficiency? Go see Randall Julep, see what he's got to say. Yeah. You know, I mean, how many, how many people have come to you and you're like the sixth or seventh or eighth doctor? That they're trying to figure out, you know, diagnose them correctly. It it, it happens not uncommonly, definitely, um, because uh, again, because people just don't know. You know, one of the um, so achy, heavy fatigue; those are three very, very common uh, symptoms. We've talked about swelling. Yeah. Swelling is an extremely common symptom, um, and uh, probably most most of the time. If a person has swelling in the lower extremities and they don't have other medical problems, you know, they, they don't have, you know, bad heart disease or lung disease or mm-hmm. whatever, then it is most likely venous insufficiency. Um, brownish discoloration of the lower leg. You know, a lot of people feel like, oh, well, that's due to diabetes and, you know, that's yeah. just it. Um, but most of the time, the discoloration in the lower leg that you see in people, you know, and I yeah. see it every day of the week walking around, you know, stores or whatever. Um, the, uh, you know, that's very, very commonly being insufficiency. Um, the other thing is... Yeah, well, that, you're just saying that now. And I just have this <laughs> image of you going up to somebody in line at the Wally World <laughs> and go, oh, say, bro, you know, here's my card. Come show me your legs or something like that. But... I, I, I have a great deal of difficulty not doing that. <laughs> I can see you do it because I know you, man. You, I mean, you, look, this y'all don't know this doctor right here. This is a very caring man. We'll talk about some of the other. This guy's got clinics all over the place. So he's he's treating thousands of people with this stuff because there, there ain't that many people like you, is there? Um, not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. But that's just it. It's like, you know. I, I can very easily see you going, well, I think there's something wrong with your legs. Here's yeah. my card. Come see me. Yeah. Well, no. I, I should do more of that, but I, you know, I don't, well, yeah. I don't want to embarrass people. But in, in any case, um, you know, swelling and discoloration. And then as it goes on even longer, um, the, the discoloration can turn into kind of a, a, a thickened skin and the, the skin starts to get abnormal, you know, feeling and looking. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is, people can develop a rashy kind of reaction. I, I've seen that. To, yeah, to the lower leg, especially in those people with that brownish discoloration. Yeah. And we call that venous eczema. And, and it, it can look like eczema. Well, I, I can't tell you the number of people that we have gotten from either a dermatologist referring them to mm-hmm. us or the patient saying, oh yeah, you know, I was going to my dermatologist for months and you know, they were giving me this and that and whatever. And then we saw your commercial, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, that's another thing that, you know, the all of the skin problems that people can have in the lower leg, 
Um, they have no idea that that's due to venous insufficiency or, you know, because they've never heard the term venous no, insufficiency. I never so, heard of it until I met you. Yeah. So, um, so th again, that's why I love to uh, talk about this stuff in, uh, you know, these kind of situations to try to get, to just to try to educate people because they're suffering unnecessarily, you know. Um, I can't tell you the, you know, just, just with, with respect to the first few symptoms, achy, heavy, and fatigue. You know, invariably people come in and they say, oh, well, you know, I thought I was just getting old. But it's not necessarily just that. You know, mm -hmm. age does contribute. But, you know, even if you're old, sometimes or often we can make your legs feel much better. But what do you, I mean, okay, so those three symptoms. Let's go into treatment. All right. If somebody has come over here and you put your ultrasound coolie thing on them, which is, which is incredibly cool. As I was saying before, they run it up and down the side of your leg, but it's like you're looking down. You can look into the veins themselves and the arteries themselves, like going down the leg. And yet this, this ultrasound wand is running up and down the side of your leg. So mm -hmm. yeah. it's, it's, I, I mean, y'all could be making all this stuff up. I don't know. It's like, you know Mel Blank is going to do a voice for this kind of thing here pretty soon. Yeah. What, uh, what are you looking for when you run that thing up and down the leg? And then, then we'll talk about what do you, how do you treat this kind of stuff? So what exactly are you looking for when you run that ultrasound thing up and down somebody's leg? Well, when, uh, when, when people develop this problem, like we've talked about, the valve, there are a bunch of little valves in the veins that keep the blood moving in the right direction. Um, those valves fail. And the blood starts to actually move in the wrong direction. Or rather than going up, it goes down. And we can actually see that on the ultrasound. Oh, okay. And that's what we look for. Um, so in the, you know, the ultrasound in a you know, number of different ways um, is able to show us that. You know, in, in, you know, mechanically what we're doing is that we're, you know, we're pressing, we're squeezing the leg and making the blood go up. As we're as we're watching it in a, in a vein with mm -hmm. the ultrasound machine, and um, and then and then when we let go, then that blood is either going to just stay there. You know, the when we squeeze, it goes up. Mm -hmm. When we let go, it's either going to stay there or it's going to fall back down if the valves are not working. And that's part of the insufficiency. And, and that's the sign that, that that patient has venous insufficiency in that one vein in that area. So that's what we look for, basically. That's what we look for. All right, what do you do? How do you fix that? I mean, is that could, I mean, first thing I would think of telling me this is getting a recliner. You know, and anytime you're sitting, first off, you need to sit. You need to get up and move around to make the muscles squeeze the blood up, like you told me before. Right, right. But if you're going to relax or if you're like when you go to bed, I mean, should you elevate your legs and, and help the blood gravity flow back to your heart like that? Elevation is, is as it turns out, very important. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, and, you know, we when we say, you know, you got to elevate your legs, you know, especially in those people with chronic swelling. Yeah. And um, for whatever reason, you know, many people just don't like to elevate their legs, but it really can be a therapeutic endeavor, you know, especially in people yeah. that have, you know, longstanding uh, venous insufficiency and chronic swelling. Um, you know, there's, there's compression and, but, uh, elevation does a world of good. I've, I, I was told like to wear one of those compression socks things that went all yeah. the way up your leg. Right. I, I'd rather elevate. 
I, 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 I found it very uncomfortable. And quite frankly, at the end of the day, my feet were killing me. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, the compression stockings can be uncomfortable for sure, especially the really high ones. Um, usually uh, we can get people into more of a knee high kind of compression stocking and there's a variety of different styles and they've got sport socks and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah. you know, usually we can find somebody that, or find something that most people are going to be happy with. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we, with respect to treating, how, how do we treat that? Well, the, the, the first question there is how did we used to treat them? Was this, is this a disease, first of all, or is this a... a, a... We, we refer to it as venous disease. Okay. Yeah. How, how was it even discovered before you had this cool ultrasound machine? Before, before that came around? I mean, since the technology has come by, we've seen a lot of things change. So did venous insufficiency even exist before the ultrasound was able to discover it? Yes. And it okay, was. there you go. So <laughs> yeah. go elevate your feet and get a couple of, you know, well, <clears throat> squeeze your legs while you're laying down there drinking a Mai Tai or something. You know, um, that, that, that's a good question. And before we had the ultrasound, there were a number of different tests that were uh, kind of complicated and cumbersome. Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, but they did in one way or another show that the veins weren't working very well. However, if you wanted to, you know, really visualize and really, you know, nail down what was going on, you had to do a, a, a venogram. You know, a venogram is a angiogram kind of thing. Okay. You know, we, put, we put a little catheter in a vein down in the lower part of the leg. We squirt dye in there, and then you have to watch it with the X-ray machine. So um, that that become that becomes a lot more complicated than. You know, doing yeah. an ultrasound in the office, that's something that you... Well, you can also see a lot more patients now with all this modern equipment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you know, I, when I had it, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. 10 minutes. Very quick. Very quick. You know? <clears throat> so, um, yeah, the, I mean, the ultrasound machine has been a, a tremendous thing for us. But, um, it, and there's there are other, you know, physical examination kind of signs that you can utilize by elevating the leg and then having the patient stand it up and holding, you know, the compressing certain spots of the veins mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. And, um, again, it's nowhere near as accurate or as definitive as the ultrasound machine. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, you know, we, we knew about it. We, well, we've known about it for a long time. Like I mentioned, 2,000 years ago, you know, we were talking about varicose veins and how should they be treated. Um, Hippocrates, uh, who lived... Quite a while ago. Yeah, yeah, a couple um, of years. Back yeah. from the 50s, I think. Yeah. <laughs> right. He, uh, you know, it's amazing what he understood uh, as far as, you know, what poor vein function met, meant and what it might lead to. It was really quite amazing. You know, he, he was the first one to kind of uh, connect poor vein function and venous ulceration, which we haven't talked about yet. No, but we're gonna. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna talk about some stuff. I can tell you that. Um, so it, it's amazing, you know, looking back, I mean, you know, when you compare the technology that we have today, like yeah. the ultrasound machine, and compare it to, you know, what those people had, you know, had hundreds and hundreds of years ago, um, but uh, they still figured it out. You know, it's amazing. Well, it's, it's, it's a calling. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it, I, I think it's a, 
It's a vocation. It's a calling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't been called to do what you do. <laughs> I don't want to see none of that. Thank you. I don't even look at them when they stick me with for uh, to get blood from my diabetes stuff. Yeah, yeah. The people who have diabetes automatically have venous insufficiency. Not necessarily. Um, you know, the two are not directly related in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, do people with diabetes have venous insufficiency? Sure. Are there plenty of people that have venous insufficiency but don't have diabetes? Oh, yeah, a lot of them. Um, but uh, so the two aren't directly related, um, but sometimes the, uh, sometimes the symptoms can be you know, similar and confused. Which is, again, why you were so surprised that my veins weren't so crappy because I have every symptom, period, to say yeah. I have venous insufficiency. But I have, you know, I mean, I have uh, uh, no, my feet are numb. Yeah. Uh, now I'm stuck on the word. I, I use neuropathy. Neuropathy. I, rather, I want to say necropathy, but it's like, no, that's, a, that's my toenails. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curing that, though. I'm seeing yeah. this nice little doctor is fixing my feet. Uh, I, you know, I, I got all these issues, uh, Mm -hmm. just because I didn't take good enough care for myself when I was younger and my mother had diabetes. My father had hyperglycemia. I knew one of them was coming. If I'd have backed off at around 40, instead of living the high life, I might not be in the boat that I'm in now, but I think I was susceptible to get it one way or t'other. Yeah. Well, when it hit me, it hit me like a train. Genetics, uh, you know, means a lot for sure In, in most, you know, in most disease processes. Uh, and actually, in venous insufficiency, probably genetics is the most important feature with respect to your risk for venous insufficiency. So, uh, neither of your parents probably had vein problems. You got me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're gone. Yeah. Right. I do have, I, I inherited this from my father, which is called uh, uh, familial trimming. My, my, yeah. my hands shake. You don't see my brother trying to light his cigar, you know. If you could fix that with an ultrasound, I'd be here every day getting shot, you know. But yeah. Uh, uh, next time we're going to talk about though again. So the it's like it's it's kind of like high blood pressure and diabetes, the silent killers. I mean, mm-hmm. you can have venous insufficiency and not look like you can have a really nice pair of stems, and all of a sudden they're just not working right. So beautiful vulva they may be, you have venous insufficiency. So it probably would behoove you to come and spend 10 minutes getting an ultrasound. Right. Next time on A Leg Up, let's talk about those, those bulging veins and spider veins and then how they interact with venous insufficiency and how they affect the rest of the body. Because, you know, I mean, everything is kind of interactive. Uh, one thing, I'm, it's like every, I have to go get colonoscopies. Because every time I go, they find polyps. Not every polyp turns into cancer, but every cancer starts as a polyp. Right. I am a polyp factory. My brother, mm. none. Right. My older, right. both my brothers, none. So mm. I guess I got the polyp gene, you know. So it's like, I mean, it, it, was there genetics involved in all this? If your parents had leg and vein problems, do you think you probably have them? If yeah. you're along this, I know these, I got neighbors who are like, this, this woman is so incredibly healthy. Because she's a runner. She can't run no more. Her knees are shot. You know, right. I came right. out of the womb with crummy knees, so I've never been a runner. But it's like, okay, if you're a runner, are you more susceptible to venous insufficiency, even though you are using your leg muscles and squeezing that bug back up the way it's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. So I want to delve a whole lot more into this, but uh, we, yeah. got, we got a long time to catch up with this. This ain't no, no two or three 
podcast gig here no, with Dr. Randall we, Julius. We've got plenty to talk about. Well, let's quickly talk about uh, just where can people find you? I mean, if like, okay, we're on the North Shore at your North Shore yeah. Clinic. And this is on what? Lonesome Road? Lonesome Road. Don't look that lonesome. In, I mean, <laughs> in Mandeville. Um, yeah, we have, we've got two offices, one here in Mandeville, which is where we are right now. Um, and uh, it's on uh, Highway 190 on the, on the way to Old Mandeville. Um, but uh, we have a, a relatively newer office in Metairie. We opened on the South Shore about a year and a half ago. Um, but uh, I think for purposes of communication, uh, our, our, our website, labellavitavain.com, um, and uh, there's, there's not only, you know, not only our contact info, but there's a lot of additional information and videos and you yeah. know, it can be very interactive and stuff. So and for all the people out there who are really concerned, you know, it's like, I'm not sure because yeah. they're leery of doctors. But, yeah, there are videos on that site. And this ultrasound is so and the, all the people who work here are so professional. I mean, it's, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, it, or, or the phone number is 985-892-2955. Uh, of course, always call. And, but if you're not sure, you know, don't, don't hesitate to come in and see us if you're not sure about whether you have it or not. Because we hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we say, you know, people will come in and say, well, gee, I don't know if I'm being too vain, you know. Oh, no. Don't tell me they don't really say that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Tell me it ain't so. Or, or am I being too uh, reactive or whatever? But if you're if you're not sure, come in. We can so easily figure it all out. Again, do an ultrasound. We talk to you for a while, and uh, it's pretty quick and easy and painless. That's the biggest thing. It painless, complete. I sat on the edge of a bed. I brought gym shorts, you know, mm-hmm. just just because I'm I'm a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy was a guy who did my legs. But yeah, I just yeah. I just wore a pair of gym shorts under my pants. Yeah. Dropped trowel there. I'm in my gym shorts and they oh, ran yeah. and it wasn't I mean literally six, seven minutes, eight minutes at the most. And the, I was watching the screen the whole time they did yeah. it. It's like yeah. it was fascinating. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we try to point things out to people and uh, and make it a little interesting for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, there's uh, episode two of A Leg Up with Dr. Randall Juliff here at La Bella Vita Laser and Vein Center. Right. I'm going to start writing that down. <laughs> Your business card's about a foot and a half long. We'll see you again in two weeks with much more interesting conversation. Thanks for joining us here. Make sure you tune in next time for more information about how you can keep your legs happy and healthy here on A Leg Up with Dr. Randall Juliff from La Bella Vita Laser and Vein Center. See you next time.